Well, it's finally happened. Uh, terrible origami has <laughs> dropped us. That was the most depressing start of oh, no. anything ever. That's okay, amazing. That's how they should feel. That's how terrible origami should feel for terrible. abandoning us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Despite the just tons Highly of, enticing offer we yes. made. I bet they moved so much paper garbage. They may have moved it, but they didn't sell it. <laughs> uh, so, but we're, fortunately for us, we have a... Um, I guess whatever the advertising equivalent of is a, a knight in shining armor. Is Let's call it an angel investor. Oh, right. Oh. What does that actually mean? That's that the people who give money to like startups. Aren't yeah. we still kind of a startup? In Silicon Valley. We're kind yeah. of a startup, right? Yeah, we're yeah. a startup podcast. This is a digital beep boop beep boop boop. boop. <laughs> hey, Twitter. Right? Yeah. Aren't it, you a startup for like a decade until you actually make money? Yeah. Until yeah. You, yeah. And we're not making any money. Yeah. So we're a startup. Yeah. yeah. Boom. This is an angel investor yes. in <laughs> Totsregal.com. Uh, the sponsor this week is Melee a Trois. Mm. Oh. Troy? Trois. 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 Melee a Trois. Sure. See, you might be thinking, is that a perfume? It's not. It's no. not. It's an improvisational show. Oh, great. Where does it happen, I wonder? Uh, in Minneapolis. Oh, great. So our international listeners, too bad. <laughs> Unless you want to... Yeah, you want to fly uh, in. What dates should they fly oh, in? Uh, October 13th, October 27th, and November 10th. And as a special bonus offer, anybody that flies out and goes to the show... <laughs> I will meet them for a hot beverage somewhere in a public place. Oh. You could meet them probably. And, or, hell, I'll get a piece of pizza with you. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. And if you're a weirdo, yeah. I will make an excuse that my baby needs me and leave early. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're cool, I'll finish that pizza with you. And then walk to... Well, because the you, you could actually that? just go to Bryant Lake Bowl. Do they have pizza? There it is. They have Food, yeah, they do, have and food. salad, yep. and you could just <laughs> not have that no. there, and then you don't have to walk anywhere. But what is it beyond an improv show? Because I've seen improv shows, and they're boring, right? <laughs> because everybody's just equal. Yep, yep, yep. Wait one second. We all like each other. So oh, great. Everyone's a team. Yeah. Yes, and. Wouldn't Thank you be, for coming. Wouldn't it be better if they competed against each other? Yes. yes. Oh, I like an audience that's super judgy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> right off the bat, they're telling the audience, "Please judge." This is three improv comedy teams perform for your vote in hopes of performing in a future show. Ooh, so oh. you're like a producer. Kind as of. soon as you buy a ticket, you're a producer of this show. You're an angel investor of the careers yes. of these improv comedy teams. Yes. And you will get just as much of a return <laughs> as most angel investors. <laughs> One million dollars. Yeah. In stock. bucks. Nothing. Stock bucks? Stock, stock bucks. bucks. Oh, cool. And laughter bucks. Hey. Because <laughs> it's a comedy show. Yeah. It's hey. the best medicine Laughter. Yes. And if you think of how much prescription drugs cost in these age, yes. okay. then laughter is as valuable as prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like so very... an angel investor in like a startup big farm. Yeah, for laughter. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. don't even have to go to Canada and smuggle it back in. You just have to come slightly south of Canada to yes. Minneapolis. Yes. Brian Lake Bowl. Meliatois on uh, October 13th, 27th, and November 10th. See you there. Facebook.com slash come laugh judge. 
Nice. Come laugh, judge. Nice. Come laugh, judge. Are there periods between those words? Yes. Okay. Exclamation well, points. in the saying, not in the URL. Okay. So, no. <laughs> Facebook.com slash come laugh, judge. Come laugh, judge. Yeah. Welcome to Toad's Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie that we don't remember very well. We watch that movie while eating two pizzas and one or two salads, depending on how our finances are. Or how people feel that day. Or how people feel that day. I was not feeling salad today. I'm going full pizza. Wow. Full pizza. We'll find out in the second half after we watch that movie and come back and talked about what we thought about it. If Beth continued on her no salad journey, yep. and how many salads there were, and what their dressing state was. Dan's bet. Dan? Oh, okay. <laughs> Dan's bet. Beth will either regret her choice of not having any salad, or will casually say, Yeah, I guess I'll have a little salad once the salad is available. Oh, not Beth. She is too stubborn. Oh, I'm I don't stubborn. Mean that. Well, oh gosh. Uh, I'm Molly. <laughs> Uh, I'm Dan, as was shown by the name of my bet. And I'm stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Beth. And our movie this episode, as we like to call it, is Alien 2. (laughs) As the movie likes to call it, it's Aliens. And as uh, apocryphal, maybe real legend uh, calls it, uh, James Cameron writing the word alien on a whiteboard, then drawing the S, and then turning that S into a dollar sign. Oh, I didn't know that. It might have not been James Cameron. Someone who had, in some way, involved in this movie. Kesha? What? <laughs> was it Kesha? No, I don't think Kesha was born yet. Because no. this movie came out <laughs> in... Uh, I think the original Alien came out in 79. Cool. I think that's right. Because I'm always like, oh... Shit, that, that movie great. holds up, yeah. and it's a 70s movie? Mm-hmm. So... 83. No. At the pace that sequels go, I'm going to say 82. Molly, go with your gut. Well, no, because I remember watching this go in theater. Go with your gut. But it was one of those theaters where... Um, it was the old Columbia Theater in downtown Atlanta. Um, it had one of those big triangular marquees and was the kind of theater where it was just one giant space with a big screen and they showed 35 millimeter prints Mm -hmm. and they showed aliens and we went to go watch it and I was terrified. So that doesn't give any indication of how old I was. I'd be scared (laughs) no matter what and probably will be scared today. Um, but I remember it enough to feel like I'm going to go... Between 1985 and 1987. Wow. Wow. That's I know it diminishes. The way of the coward. <laughs> Betting a ring. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anybody else want to take a stab? 1983. Oh, all right. My guess is 86 because Ooh. it's the middle of Molly's range. Wow. And I have no idea. Sure. I also have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember when I watched this movie. I'm sure it wasn't in theaters because I bet the year I was born as the year it came out. <laughs> um, I don't know. I probably watched. I probably watched it off VHS that my dad taped off cable, which sure. I know I say every time, but I watched a lot of movies that way. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's a great system. It's free. <laughs> we can watch it at home and eat 
popcorn and apples. Yeah. A popular dinner on movie night. <laughs> in like one bowl? Like you mix them together? No, it's just like you have a big bowl of popcorn and then I think my dad was trying to like offset garbage food with, sure. that, with good food, apples. Is that because of the divorce? Yeah. Oh, boy. All back. <laughs> yeah. All back. Just, he didn't have money to buy us better food. <laughs> we went to child support. Great. Great. Well, now I'm going to think about that (laughs) the next half hour. Until James Cameron's masterpiece sweeps me off my feet. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I also am not sure when I saw this movie because I definitely did not see it in the 80s. At any point in the 80s. Maybe not even in the 90s. I honestly might have seen this for the first time in college. Mm. Like, because someone who watched more movies than me, which is almost everybody, was like, oh, you haven't seen Aliens? It's great. You should see Aliens. And then we watched Aliens. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing is what happened. Because that happened with a lot of movies like this. I'm going to backpedal slightly and say this also could have been during the period in my life where... I didn't have very many friends at home, and I was just getting movies from the library all the time. Yeah. Because in high school, I hung out with all my brother's friends, and they all went to college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, all right, library, see what you got. Nice. And I get, li- get movies from there and sometimes tape them because I had two VCRs. Yeah. Um, Did you not have friends because you were ripped from your home because of your parents were work? Yeah, so I didn't know how to socialize because all I knew was conflict and strife. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I know that was the time when I watched the third and fourth one, mm-hmm. which I believe are not good, if I remember right. Oh, I didn't even know that there were. Yeah, it's like Resurrection and. Oh, because Winona Ryder's in one Alien of those. Alien vs. Predator. Right, like that's even after, later. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like a third and a fourth. Yeah. Um, that Sigourney Weaver is still in. But yeah, yeah Winona <clears throat> Ryder hooks in. Yeah. And those were not great. So I don't know if I, had, I was like, oh, let's watch all four of them. Or sure. Hmm. Anyway. I saw it, I believe, on TV. And I'm not convinced I've actually seen the first half of the movie. Nice. This I think I've only scary seen... for you. Well, mm-hmm. okay, here's the thing. So I know... Okay, I've seen Alien recently, like in full. That was yeah. the first time that I saw it. And that mm-hmm. was probably when I was in college. And... Uh, I enjoyed it. I really liked it. Aliens, I know because I've, I feel like I've seen the end of the movie, and is this, okay, does this movie have, uh, not Winona Ryder, now I can't, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Does the alien go inside of her body in this one? Oh. Like one of the, and then leap out of her chest? I mean, that is an or iconic is scene one? in the first one, but it doesn't okay. happen to Sigourney Weaver. Third one. I feel like. That's in the third one? It comes out of her in the third one at the end. Spoiler alert. Because she knows she's implanted and she jumps into a pit of molten metal. Oh. Oh, Like a Terminator? Yeah, except in this case, she's like, yes. Yeah. T2. Okay. So, I, okay. I mean, unless she has like a dream sequence in this one, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because I've seen, my mom likes to tell this story of when I was a little kid she called, my mom is a nurse and she used to work the night shift, so she would be at work from like, I don't know, five to midnight or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And um, so my mom called the house to like check in and she was talking to me on the phone and I, I don't know, I was pretty little. And I was like, 
I was like, Mom, I have a secret that I'm not supposed to tell you. Ooh. And and she was like, oh, what is that? And I was like, Dad and I watched a movie where a monster jumped out of a lady's chest. And I think that's the first time that I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know that I used to play a video game that when you lost it, it would go, game over, man, game over, which is a line in this movie. Yeah, that's for this movie. That's those are my memories. But it wasn't an aliens game. It, I think it was. It was just referencing aliens. According to my brother, who I checked in with on this, <laughs> yeah. it's aliens. It was an yeah aliens three game or something. Right. Or I don't even know what it was. I don't remember playing the game at all. <laughs> and but I do remember that specific part. Sure. Which makes me think that it wasn't an aliens game. Mm-hmm. It might know. be. There were a lot of shitty aliens, licensed aliens games, I yeah. feel like, over the years. I mean, Game Over Man is a line from this movie yep. that I probably also had as a Mac sound pack. Of course. Yeah. At yeah. some point. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but it's also been like referenced a billion times other places yeah. by I think now. I did download that sound from Napster at one point in time. Nice. Yeah, just and put it, Game Over wow. Man. Yeah. And you put it where? On a CD. I oh. burned it on a CD. Just oh. that track? Yeah. I had, the first time, the first time that I went to, or the first time that I burned a CD, I went to my uncle's house because he had a CD burner. Nice. Cool. So we went on Napster, like downloaded all the songs that yeah, we wanted, yeah, yeah. and burned a CD. And it was an, I had an orange, it was an orange CD. Mm. So is, are those those are your two memories? Maybe an alien comes out of a chest, and there's a game over man line. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Sigourney Weaver like knows what's going on because she in the first one, no one believes her. No. No, nope, the first one is, like, she's alone on the ship with the alien at the end. Eventually, yeah. Because, like, oh, the yeah. alien kills everybody else. Everybody. Yeah. That's true. And then the second one, she's like, oh, no, there are aliens on this Is there thing. a little girl that hides yeah. in the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, like, the... She's like the cat of this one. Yeah. Is it yep. her daughter? No. She just kind of like just, adopts her as her own. I think yeah. she's just in because like, oh, these aliens are here. There's only one person who knows anything about them. Right. And it's Ridley. Yeah. Oh, maybe right? they trick Ripley. her? Ripley. Ripley. Do they trick her? Ridley's the dragon in the Metroid game. And also Ridley Scott that, yeah. mm-hmm. directed the first one. Right. Did, did they trick her? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I have a memory Probably that they would. get her on the ship. Gordy Weaver? Yes. Yes. That sounds right. There's and, definitely... Because like, you guys don't know what you're doing right yeah. now. Like, this yeah. is Oh, because you're trying to good. transport this thing, and of yeah. course it gets out, maybe. There's de- well, this one, there's, like, a whole planet that's been, like, over, or, like, a whole, like, mining operation or some sort of thing, some sort of human thing that has been overrun by the aliens yeah. in this one. And there's, like, a queen. So they're sending the Marines, or whatever they're Space called. Marines. Space Marines. to, like, take care of it. And in whatever, for however they get her, I don't remember yet. Like, she's along for the ride because she, like, is the expert or whatever. Mm. But I don't remember if they just trick her into it or... But I feel like the little girl she finds in the... Why is there a little girl on, like, a mining colony? Maybe it's not a mining colony. Maybe it's, like, a just a colony. But she's the kid of somebody. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, that's a pretty good bet. She's a kid of someone. You're going to bet that yeah. there's a little girl that is a kid of someone? A kid of someone. Okay. I, yeah. She's not like a clone. That's an Aliens 4. So, yeah. yeah, I bet that they find her. Yeah. She's scared. I bet and then do. it's like, oh, her parents have been eaten by aliens. And she has an adorable name. Do you know what it is? Nope. Pikachu. No, but it's something like Bulbasaur. Mouse or something. Or something. Um, mouse? Mouse? Like in the Matrix? Is that what you said? Yeah, but not like the Matrix. That would be <laughs> a different kind of a mouse. different kind of thing. Mousey? Uh, 
No, it's not an actual mouse, but it's something like that, like a non-traditional name. Shoot, maybe her name is Sparrow. That's a that's a cool guess. Saturn. I'm guessing <laughs> Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like there's one part where they walk into like a cave. Here we go again. Bats yep. Cave Bats. Yep. Welcome back to Bats Cave Bats. We're betting on caves with Beth. Caves. Okay, so they walk into they walk into a cave and it's filled with what look like dinosaur eggs, but they're alien eggs. They're just big eggs. Yeah. Is that true? Like just like I mean, yeah. there's so many eggs. In canon, their <laughs> eggs are like yeah, like the size of a I don't know. Like a watermelon, like a big watermelon. Because the thing is that there's a queen alien, yeah, and that's the bad she gets guy. Called the B word. It's <gasps> true. Mm-hmm. It's a great Rude. moment in cinema history. Good uh, segue. Techno <laughs> Wallace <laughs> test. Does the alien queen count as a female character she if named? she's named the queen? I think the closest she gets to a name is. Bitch, because that is what she is called. But they call her That's the right. queen. And do they though? Maybe. Well, but if really- they do, and then if the alien speaks, alien speak to Ripley. Is that a pass, <laughs> or am I grasping at straws? I think, be, I think you may not need that though, because probably Ripley oh. and the little girl, little girl, yeah. again, some kind of conversation. She, isn't not about she, like, men. Mute yeah, though, isn't sure. she just like a weirdo? Oh come on! Isn't she just like a weirdo no, space right. orphan who like doesn't talk? <laughs> but maybe <laughs> like at the end she. At the end, she probably, like, gains the confidence to, oh, like, maybe. say something. And then she says, does that boy like me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think... Were there any lady marines? I don't remember. Ooh, a, one really angry one with dark hair. Good. That's I'm also going to bet there's a, like, a pre-Michelle Rodriguez type. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does not... Just unhappy. But, I mean, I think people being unhappy is a pretty safe bet. I feel like I, I've stayed pretty safe tonight. Um, Bill Paxton says that line. Correct. Game Bill over. Paxton's in this movie? Yeah. yeah, dude. Great. He's the game over man. I didn't know he was in this. Really? Yeah. yeah. Now I have to remember all over again which one's Bill Paxton. He was the mm-hmm. one who's He's the one who's not the president in Independence. He's the one who had a terrible relationship in Twister. <laughs> oh. Two terrible relationships. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. He's a... the one in True Lies that says, I've got a little dick. Yeah, that's, that's your <laughs> reference every time we talk about him. Because <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I think it's about it. It's a great it. line. He's he great delivering great. ridiculous lines. Yeah, and being like a little weaselly, yeah. afraid dude. Yeah. Cool. Or apparently a amazing tornado chasing. That's man. why is he he's also not good in that movie because yeah, he's strong. Is that the one where he's married to lots of people? Big Love. Is he the Big yes. Love? Yeah, guy? he's Big Love. Got it. Oh, I hear that's good. I haven't watched it. Uh, I mean, you just like hate <laughs> polyamory. I was I was an extra in a movie what? directed by the people who direct Big Love. Is that the one with Greg Kinnear? Yeah. Nice. It was well weird. Done. Is that the movie about windshield wipers? Uh, I honestly, I never saw it. No, okay. it's a violin. Oh, they all like, right. There's like a violin. He needs to get the, vi- the violin. I, so it's called the Thin Ice. I've never to seen the it. Pianist? What's that? Even though the you're piano? in it, I rented it and watched. I'm in the first scene. Oh, and you're uh, like, I got it. Like, okay, nice. cool. Wow, that's cold. Um, Thin Ice. <laughs> get it? Cold as ice. Yeah. <sighs> um, anybody else? <laughs> Are we ever gonna watch that? What? Vanilla Ice's movie. Oh uh, yeah, I would watch it every day with you. We why are we? It. Why are we just having this conversation? I don't know let's why we now. never. Let's do, let's do this that first time with aliens. aliens. Watch Cool Guys and then talk about I don't know aliens again. <laughs> uh, do we think Robert Loja is in this movie? Oh, they're amazing. 
I feel like I there's like so. got to be like a gruff commander, right? Well, there's. I'm betting there's a gruff commander. Isn't she the commander? No, no, she's, she's the, like a like independent the contractor, subject matter expert. Oh, ooh, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember if he's in all of them, but like. Uh, oh, Lance Henriksen plays the crazy android man. Yeah. But I don't know if he's in the second one. He definitely comes back at some point. Yeah, and it's like, you suck because you work for the corporation and you are mean or whatever. You sold us out. Yeah. there's like He's a, saying that as the android? No, Sigourney Weaver is saying that to him. Oh. There's like this undercurrent that keeps getting, like it keeps, they play it up more and more every sequel where like the Utani Corporation or whatever is like just horrible and they're the runs that are like constantly exploiting both Ripley and the aliens. Yeah. Mm. They're trying to like harness the aliens as a weapon, weapon or probably. a research yeah. thing or whatever yeah. and just everybody's dying. Yeah. It's corporate America. Corporate. Space America. Space America. Mm. Yep. Hashtag 1%. Hashtag <laughs> space percent. Ah. <laughs> is this okay, is this movie gonna scare me? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I didn't think it was scary until you guys started talking about it being scary, and now I'm getting worried. But, like, the first one is way more, like, a suspenseful, like, narrow hallway, things come out of the shadows one. And this one is like, holy shit, man, there's a wave of aliens. I'm shooting my space gun. Yeah. Yeah. I think for sure, yeah, first one's like a thriller, this one's action. But I think there's still some creepy, like, like at one point, I think she, like, creeps into the space cave Uh and, like, has to, like, Get the girl Ooh, out. Maybe, yeah. I think she has to rescue the girl from being a being like a incubator yeah. for the chestbursters. But then she wants oh. to get the chestburster out. Dan's bet there will be moments of suspense, <laughs> but I don't think it'll be like as because like the first one is like Hollywood. way more tense. Yeah, yeah. But I think this one is a little more. Is there a part where the alien breathes like really close? Yes. To her face? Oh, it's for like, sure. Brrr. I yes. feel like that happens every movie, right? But it's like yeah, she's in the. Like the mining yeah. super suit. Oh, yeah. Because that's the big fight. She yep. fights it like a mm-hmm. mech robot. Yeah. And says, take that, you bitch. Or like, let her go or something. And the alien like yeah. breathes on her a bunch with its triple mouth. Ooh, yeah. and maybe like spits that acid spit or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. And she punches it and I mean, you wins. got it. Use it. Yeah. That's what I right? say. But she wins. She wins in the end. Is yeah. there there's probably like the another girl survives. There? There's a what? Oh, uh, another cliffhanger where there's like still a ship or something. Yeah, that there's another cliffhanger where maybe there's an alien still alive. And maybe on their like escape shuttle or whatever. I think this one actually ends like okay, but then the third one immediately undercuts it in the first two seconds. <laughs> oh. So is there like Just a big corporate space merger that happens at the end that's really tense? Maybe. Big space stock. Well, because like in the because the third movie starts specifically like the third movie starts with like the ship she escapes in at the end of this movie getting like completely destroyed, I think, because there was an alien on board. But I don't know if it was established in the end of the second one that there is an alien on board. Because I don't know, because this was the 80s, so they weren't necessarily going to make another one. They were just like, let's just try this again and see what happens. I feel like there was, but I think that's because that's most movies. Right. I never remember if the first one even ends with the alien aboard. Like, she, like, you think it's going to end. Right. Because she gets on the pod, but then the alien's in the pod. Oh, man, that's what I'm thinking That's the scariest part of that movie. Yeah, but then she's still And you're like, oh, my God, it's right there. But I don't remember if it gets sucked out the airlock or if it's just like she goes in cryo and is like, well, I hope this turns out well. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also thinking of... I can can picture a scene of it like getting sucked out into space. And it's like, ah! Okay, because I'm also thinking of the game Space Quest, or one of the Space Quests, which is the old Sierra Adventure games. Okay. 
where there's like I'm resident. you at the end you like rocket out of a ship and then there's like one of those aliens like crawls out and like is wearing sunglasses and gives like a <laughs> thumbs up or something what because <laughs> it's like a homage to that oh, movie okay, mm. sure. those games were hard so, uh-huh. how do you think this is going to hold up? What do you think you're going to give it? How many uh, sunglasses-wearing um, computer game aliens waving at you through a porthole? Oh, boy. Um, I ba- honestly barely remember this movie. Like, I remember her in the suit. I remember Bill Paxton going Game Over Man. I remember at some point there being a lot of aliens, like a big pile of them, and they're freaking out. I think that's even when he says game over is when they realize, like, holy shit, there's a ton of them. I think the scene I just remembered, sorry to interrupt you, but not sorry. Um, (laughs) They're using, like, a motion tracker. This is another scene I remember. And it's got a little red blip. And they're like, oh, shit, they're coming. And they're all ready. And then it's like, they're right on top of us. They're in the ducks. That might be what he says game over, man. I thought that was the first one. Because doesn't it just like, it's like there's one and then there's like a bunch of them? Yeah. Oh, maybe them. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Do they all look like, okay, so there's the, what is the name of that alien? A Xeno- Xenomorph. Morph. Do they all look like the Xenomorph in this one? Or are they like those little face crawler things? Face huggers? Face huggers. Well, that's just like a, that's like the pupil stage of the yeah. Xenomorph. There's the face hugger. Oh, okay. Which then implants alien in a body yeah. and, and then, then the chest burster comes out yeah. and that just Gross. grows up into the xenomorph yeah. and then I don't know how you get more f- I guess the, then there's a queen at some point which is different Right, the queen lays like- the eggs that have the face huggers do you it. think when the other aliens go out and find food they come back and communicate to the queen by like lying on their side and doing like an alien dance, dance? Yeah. that would be so cute with their creepy right? whip tail yeah. <laughs> like in Spaceballs no, like in bees. <laughs> oh, is that how bees communicate? Yeah, yeah. by dancing. Yeah, through dance. Oh, I didn't know that. Are you talking about really? the part where the chest presser does the Michigan J Frog? <laughs> yeah, baseballs. Yeah. yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think they all look the same. Okay, because just curious. But they don't necessarily have. They don't have to look the same because in the third one, at least, they establish that it like kind of takes on the some qualities of whatever hosted it. Because in the third one, the alien oh, was implanting like a, a dog. Gremlins two. Yeah, move. In the third one it's implanting a dog. So then it's got like a little more of a like creepy crawly thing where it's more on its. It stays on all fours more often. They would do that That's to a dog. Terrifying. Who's they? Aliens. The aliens. The like ruthless know. predators. The apex the predators of the like galaxy. Movies where bad predators. things happen. Predators. To dogs. I mean, isn't there a cat in the first one? That yeah, dies? but the cat's okay. No, cat's Barbie? okay. Is it? Cat's okay. Is it? In the first one? Yeah. Oh, no, that cat gets eaten. Oh, no. Right? For sure. That's like how they know that the alien alien eats things. No, she like, she moves heaven and earth to save that damn cat. Oh. I don't know. Tweet at us. Yes. We're not going to find out. Yeah. Nope. Tweet at us. Uh, hashtag, what would that alien cat? Yep. And say, like a thumbs up for alive. Maybe like a thumbs down for dead. Yep. You is can put a, a cat emoji in there with cross eyes. Yeah, just yeah, the yeah. cat with dead eyes. Okay. Yeah, use the Aww. cat dead eyes emoji. Aww. And, I will... and the, the cat with hard eyes if it lives. Yep. Because it has love for humanity. Yeah. yeah. And life. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, I'm going to give it four <laughs> sunglass things. <laughs> I just don't even know. I, I liked Alien, I thought it was entertaining. So, if it's on par with Alien, mm-hmm. then 
three and a half sunglasses. Ooh. Sure. Sunglass things. Thanks. Sunglass things. Yeah. Sunglass wearing computer animated aliens. From Sierra Adventure West. Games. Uh, I... I think this is going to be good. My memory is like, one is great, two is still really good, but in a different way, yeah. and then it falls off real hard. So... I'm going to say four as well. Mm. I'm fe- feeling a little dangerous Me too. at four. Yeah. But I'm going to do it because I like to live boldly. Awesome. Feel bold. Um, I will join you dance. in that four. Whoa! Whoa. Uh, in part because I just remember this is a well-regarded sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think the biggest shock to me is I'm going to find out how early this movie was made, <laughs> how young I was when I went to go see it. Because I can still remember the feel of that seat with, um, you know, that, like, cloth, that very particular kind of cloth that older theaters have. Uh Um, And my hair scrunching up behind me as I kept scrunching down. Mm -hmm. Because it was a huge screen. Mm. Um, And I was probably, I'm going to guess, it might have been 85, in which case I would be 10. And if it's younger than that, or older, you know what I mean. The movie. I could have been very young, you guys. Right, and it's been terrifying. Could have been like an, an epically terrifying. So, so maybe it's not as scary as I remember. I don't know. I just, you know what? It's a new day. I'm going to be <laughs> optimistic. Yeah. And just throw out that four like it's nothing. Nice. Oh. Right. Love it. And with that, we're going to press pause. Go watch Aliens or Alien Two, and we'll be right back. Um. Um. Uh, um. Uh, um. 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 And we're back from watching two hours and 17 minutes of some of the best cinematic achievement in modern history. My goodness. Well, it was just really good. Free review. Yeah. Or not. Okay, good night, everyone. (laughs) But before (laughs) we get to the movie, we should deal with the first bet, which is Beth, did you regret oh, yeah. not having salad or, in the end, take salad? As no, Dan I did not regret not having salad, nope. and I did not take salad. Stubborn. Right. I had so two, stubborn. two pieces of pizza. Is that all? And, yeah, two pe- what? Well, I always have like four, and I'm no. like, I wish there was more. Yeah. Okay, well, I feel like if you're not going to have salad, just shovel in that zap. Yeah, yeah I right? just feel like um, my... Uh, sometimes my stomach mm-hmm. can be a little sensitive to cheese. Oh. And so if I have more than, like, two pieces of pizza, then yeah. it's like it wants to murder me. So cheese. by not mm-hmm. feeling the salad, you set yourself up to feel the cheese even harder. Well, no, because the salad has cheese in it, which is why Do I both am the staying away have cheese? from it. No. One of the salads well, is the not Well, the one that I like has uh, cheese. Yeah. A good salad has cheese in it. Well, I mean, that's because <laughs> it's essentially cheese with lettuce. That's what the salad is. It's spinach. Yeah, yeah. spinach is good it's for sweet you. Sweet pecans. It's yeah. very good. It's like, it's, it's very... Can we just take a moment to appreciate <laughs> that this movie put Molly in such a good mood that she's totally okay <laughs> with us having this salad talk right now? Yeah. 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 Wow. This is a rare treat for our listeners and for us. <laughs> <laughs> We're one step closer to our dream of... Converting this entirely to a pizza and salad yep. podcast. Where we just talk about the meal we are going to have and then have had. Oh, no. Except it's the same meal every episode. <laughs> but anyway, this movie, Aliens. Can yep. we talk about how many things I got right? Yeah. Sure. A lot of things. Uh, Thank you. you. Sort of 
in a cowardly way got the year right. <laughs> I mean, your go with the gut bet of '83 was off because yeah. this was an '86 movie, which Beth spot on. Yeah, well, because I went I in the middle went, of my range. Yeah, directly into yeah. the center. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. However, you get there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's just true. good gamesmanship. Exactly. All right. Or well, games. So I'm glad. Yeah. Could set Beth up for success. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm going to count that as a yes. Sure. Also, the sisterhood. There is a certain kitty cat that we uh, can talk about. <laughs> okay, sure. okay. I was very wrong, and <laughs> I realized that maybe I was confusing aliens mm-hmm. with Elf. <laughs> because Elf does eat cats. He wants to eat cats. Oh, though. I thought he. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a. I feel like a primetime sitcom. The Americanizer would be like, "Why do we keep watching this Muppet eat cats? This is horrible." He wants to eat the family cat. Okay, but he okay. never does. He's he threatens it. Sure. Is it because the cat looks delicious, or because he's like a, secretly a monster? Well, he's an alien. Alien yeah. life form. And I think maybe they eat things that are like cats, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I barely remember Elf, but I remember, like, he would sometimes, he, like... He cracked wise. He cracked wise at the cat. Like, the yeah. cat would, oh, like, be like, sitting there all smug and be like... Someday. Yeah. But okay. then the, he respected his human host enough to not eat the cat. Did he have a thing with clocks? Maybe. Was there some clock thing on Elf? Tweet at us. Can, can we just get back to how I was absolutely yeah. correct? Sure. Right. Jonesy, the cat... Is seen cryo slept with yep. Ripley. Yep. Yep. Practically the first moment of the movie. Yep. And then they make it very clear that the cat will be safe. Staying when behind. Ripley goes <laughs> yeah. off to Alien Planet. It's like, yeah. you're staying here. Yes. Hashtag Alfcat. Sorry. Just wanted what? to close that. I just wanted to conclude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just wanted to conclude that, that promise sure. we made to the listener. Okay. okay. So if you did tweet at us with. <laughs> The appropriate cat emoji. Thank you for doing it mid-episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you staying on the ball. Yeah. Um, and if you tweet us with hashtag that entire phrase Molly said when she cut off that pre- that entire concept, that's also impressive. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because that is definitely like at least one tweet, if not three. Yeah. What else did you hear about Molly? Oh, the little girl's name yes. was not Mouse or I never Sparrow, claimed but, it was mouse. but it was Newt. Another was animal. Another small yeah, animal. Yeah, so her given name is Rebecca. Yeah, we were really faked out there. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, Rebecca, that's a weird name. Oh, they were like, oh, wow, way to go, Molly. We were. We were very cruel. And then she just quietly whispered, and you could see it coming. She's like, my name is... And I was like, yes, <laughs> Newt. I would also like to add that every time one of your bets was proven <laughs> successful, you would just look around the room and say, fuck all y'all. I can confirm that. I can confirm You did that three times at least. <laughs> so, I don't know if we need to re-celebrate you now. <laughs> no. I feel like you did quite a lot of self-celebration. During the movie. This is like the Beth Gibbs high five gate all over again. Uh, <laughs> what can I say? Beth, you um, did get a cave of eggs, right? What? Yeah, there was a cave of eggs. There was a cave of eggs. Deep into the movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you were sweating that at all. No, like because. two hours and five minutes into it. <laughs> I really think I've only seen. Well, okay. <laughs> I thought I had only seen the latter part of the movie. Yeah. But. I have definitely seen that first part where she has, like, a fever dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. about that, too. Because um, I mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. The alien like, comes out of her chest. Yeah. So, who knows? I've just seen random parts of it. I don't... It's... 
I've probably seen the whole thing, actually. Do you think... I just don't remember it that well. You watched the whole thing as a child, but you watched it in the same way that you watched it tonight, which was <laughs> looking away from the screen? Oh, probably. <laughs> I feel like I've seen, like, the TV edit of it. Sure. So sure. maybe there's some parts that were... They probably cut that down for time. Yeah, well, and a also, lot of swears. Yeah, they'd have to cut a lot of there swears. There are a lot so. of swears. Oh, I hope oh. they did ADR, though, where it's just the Marines sh- oh. yelling like, Oh, for shoot! Sure. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> Oh, Um, man. Trouble. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite moments watching this movie was uh, when you know that there was going to be some trouble. Yeah. And right before they had the, I don't know what they call it, a scare shot where the little monster comes out. It's like it pops out at you. Pops out at you and is really terrifying. Yeah. I was scared, but I was also laughing because Beth had just said, oh, yeah, that monster's deaf coming out. (laughs) And like, I didn't even finish the sentence. Yeah, that it was like, like death. Before we even like... got to the T of out, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those things are creepy. Yeah, yes. they're really. They're like creepy on multiple levels. Yeah. They look like two hands. Like they're skin tone, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then they look like two hands, like wrapping around your face. But then they also have that thing that wraps around your neck. So yeah. It's like choking you. And then a tube that goes down your throat. And they're also like big spiders. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. all of the things that are horrible. Yeah. Like in one. <laughs> yeah. They're very well designed to be terrible. Really creepy. Yeah. 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 Also, the idea it of getting like your face spider. covered by a monster is. Yeah. Ooh, and it's just like, ooh. And then yeah. it just hangs out there while you're like in a coma or whatever. Well, because how can yeah. you stop screaming? Because you'd want to like. Because in space, logically, no one can hear you scream. All right. But right. logically, you'd want to have your mouth shut very tightly, not that it would really stop it. Right. But you can't. Your instinct is to scream. And right. To... And then it just goes, whoa. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Well, who's having nightmares now? Yeah. It's more creepy thinking about it than actually watching it. I don't yeah. know if that's true for other people, but now just thinking about it, I'm getting more of a, like, oh, <laughs> that's actually horrible. Well, like, I mean... With this movie, I feel like they kind of relied on you having seen the first one and knowing what they do to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. we never actually... Like, we saw at one point, we saw Newt's dad with one on his face. Yeah. We never saw one actually successfully attach itself. Mm-hmm. And I think that almost made it worse. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we can talk about this probably for the rest of the episode because this was, like, the main point of the movie. It was, like, it was just constantly building up that tension of inevitability. Yeah. And, like, with the face huggers, like, they never actually succeeded. They just were constantly, like this threat on individual bodies. Mm -hmm. I have a really hard time watching scary movies because I can, like, you know, you can sense when something terrible is about to happen. You know how movies work. that's when, yeah, Yeah. that's when I cover my face. And I would say I was covering my face for 40 minutes. (laughs) Like, I don't know how long it was before something actually Yeah, the build-up to this movie is super long. I don't know how to check times on my DVD player so we, <laughs> we couldn't check but it felt like like an hour it had to have been at least an hour, hour plus we in the movie. saw a non-dream creature yeah I have the father with the face yeah, hugger but that's sort of like uh, it's that still feels like an opening yeah. Like, yeah and the face huggers are like they're creepy but they're nowhere near as scary as the big ones, I don't right. think. Well, but then I feel like the first time we saw one it was a baby one and it very clearly looked like a hand puppet do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, chest burster? Oh, when yeah, they're, like, burster? down in the goo and, like, they yeah. see the one that's still alive. Oh, the yeah. The person that's still alive, yeah. But then you immediately forget. I mean, it was beautiful, incredible. Yeah. But, yeah, that was sort of an interesting moment. I was like, oh, it's a hand puppet. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, probably it is. They, yeah, they do, uh, they do kind of run, like, I feel like Kermit the Frog runs, where, like, the legs <laughs> are kind of, like... 
they don't look like they have any weight to them. Yeah. They're just like, that's how I feel like the noise. But um, they're still really scary. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I didn't mean to be dismissive. But I don't know. Like, they did such a good job of just, like, building that up where they're just walking through this, like, dark, abandoned, messed up space terraforming station or whatever it was. And, like, just, like... Everything's a narrow corridor. Everything's poorly lit. Mm-hmm. Everything looks like it could hide an alien in it. Yep. <laughs> but they did that for like, yeah, like I swear to God, like half an hour before anything actually like happened. Like they had the the first freak hour they found Newt. Where yep. I was just like, oh my god, something actually moved finally. And then it turned out to be a little girl, which is yeah. another great like, oh okay, cool, it's just a little girl. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the sound design in this so is good. really good. It's like it, there's a lot of really quiet parts with just like machine noise happening or whatever um and then the like motion i don't know the motion sensor sound yeah that like soft thump that increased in frequency was really yeah. great at building it and that spaceship sound was so convincing yeah yeah yep and it's then like, i was um it's like uh it's using the doppler effect because mm-hmm. it's getting like a higher pitch as it gets closer, mm-hmm. so like it, you do have that same feeling that you would feel like if something was actually getting closer to you. So yeah. like you are sensing it yourself through the sound. It's like so the good. movie equivalent of that slumber party game where you like put a flashlight in someone's face and go train, train, uh, train, 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 train. Like if they're asleep, what? And then like they wake up. That's like, a, they slowly wake up with just the thought of train, 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 and then there's just a bright light in their face. Oh, I've Whoa, never what? done that to people. That's and they terrible. freak out? It's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. <laughs> don't go to sleep first. Yeah. Yeah. The first rule of a slumber party, don't yeah. go to sleep first. <laughs> you get trains I mean, for real. in your face and penises <laughs> yeah. on you. Yeah. Penis train. Penis train. That's our next Speaking month's movie. Speaking of patriarchy. Yeah. Man. Man. So much of this movie was so much about... Um, Ripley being ignored and overlooked, and uh, it was very frustrating to watch, which I think is part of the point. Yeah. It's kind of weird because they force her into the situation that she doesn't want to go into because she's an expert, an expert in some way, like, because she's had experience with this alien before, and then don't listen to her at all once they're actually... It's just kind of... It's just weird, like... Why Why did you bring her with if you weren't going to listen to her? I feel like this is a metaphor for her. I don't know. I felt like it was also, there's a bunch of corporate America stuff that came yeah. up for me watching this. Well, yeah, it was very Ooh. corporate. I think, like, so the, the, like, corporate board sends her, but the ground troops, like, don't give a shit about that, right? Yeah. There's, like, a disconnect between there sure. in addition to patriarchy. Except stuff. for Paul Reiser, <clears throat> oh, the worst. who plays the corporate representative. Yes. Yeah. At one point, goes on the mission with them, but he's so spot on, and I like the oh, yeah. the uh, dialogue was great. And one of my favorite lines is, "A few <clears throat> deaths were involved," yeah. and it's like, "Oh yeah, that's exactly how you would describe it if yeah. you were trying to corporatize uh, a massacre." And I do like that his future suit is like essentially like a normal gray suit, but with a popped collar yeah. Yeah. to show <laughs> that it's the future. Yeah. 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 And then he dresses like Marty McFly when he got the planet. <laughs> so good. With plaid, like a puffy vest. Yeah, and a plaid shirt, puffy vest. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, he, I don't know if it's just because he's like most known for Mad About You, mm-hmm. but he really stands out or if he's, I don't know, he's, he's something really stands out. He looks a little out of place. Like, I think he does a good job. Yeah. 
but maybe the corporate guy is also out of place. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's kind of deliberate. Yeah. Because he is supposed to be, like, so... Like, he's... I mean, you as you find out, like, throughout the movie, as you find out that he's, like, trying to manipulate the situation that he can, like, smuggle back some aliens' yeah. embryos. Like, he's very much... Was that his plan the whole time? Or did that occur to him later? He They said that he was responsible for sending... He was responsible for sending some element of that colony to that site. Yeah. And then he... Uh, but then rather than, like, reporting it directly, he, like, took that... Like, he created that mission scenario so that he could keep control of it because he wanted to... He wanted exclusive rights, more corporate, like, terminology. He wanted exclusive rights to the aliens. Okay. To bring back to the bioweapons department of the corporation. So he was enacting his plan the entire... Way? To some degree. Like, he, he, I think his plan was, whether he'd figured out how to do it yet, his plan was always to capture some alien embryos and bring oh, them back. Oh, so he's there, because at first you think he's like the lawyer for Ripley. Right. But then he does believe her, or does want to investigate, so that's when he sends out the order. Yeah, probably. I get it. And then when the family is calling back oh, to yeah. ask whether they can keep what they see, right. we get that whole uh, oh, exposition the from space the foreman. Hot dog car space man. hot dog car man. <laughs> yes. Who are some of my MVPs. So good. That guy was amazing. <laughs> Two, like, foremen working on the oh, colony just like, hey, I don't care. Yeah. They go out there. They tell me what to do. I don't ask questions because it takes... Two weeks yeah. to get an answer. Yeah, and then it's like, and then if they do ask questions, the answer's always, and then simultaneously, don't ask. And then they, like, spill mustard on their jumpsuits. <laughs> so good. Yeah. That guy was amazing. Guy it was great. It was like, it was such a just, there was nothing, I don't know, like, there was nothing, like, spacey about it. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. literally, like, two schlubs walking down a corridor with clipboards, like, speaking shit about their bosses. Yeah. It was amazing. A very human element. Indeed. We can all relate. <laughs> So, yeah, so Paul Reiser manufactured that whole thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, because he's the one that gave the the order from corporate. Yep. And yep. he was inspired to go check out that particular quadrant because of Ripley's testimony. Yes. So it's the same undercurrent as the first one. Yeah. Right? Of, of corporate, corporate wants aliens and to sell. And corporate, like, mm-hmm. secret conspiracy malfeasance yep. and such. Just seemed like words thrown together. Yep. <laughs> Corporate conspiracy. <laughs> I couldn't Energy. decide what the right word was. <laughs> Give me a break. I'm not Paul Reiser. <laughs> um, the Marines are wow. great. So oh my good. god. They are magical. Yeah. I like I like that I don't know I like movies where there's like a group of marines usually or whatever and they're all like distinct like they yeah. got their role and it's yeah. like this guy I don't know if it's like a video game plan or what but it's like this guy's this way and this guy's that way yeah. and they're all like distinct as they were in this one except the people that die first because who cares who about cares them. yeah um, so good but there's uh, I don't know if we want to rate our favorite marines but uh, the Sarge is amazing yeah, um, can we just can we go yep. right to when they first wake up yep. in their yeah. cryogen, <laughs> yeah. like cryo chambers or whatever? Because uh-huh. uh, we get like the well, we get like the the thing where it's like they're all waking up. We see a bunch of tough, rough and tough space marines or whatever. The Sarge like just literally sits up and from somewhere it's unclear, <laughs> he was out of frame, just grabs a cigar and puts it in his mouth. He hasn't even left the cryo bed yet, which <laughs> means he brought it in there with him. He's yep. just he's not. 
Okay, so if you're in a cryo bed, yeah. you're like sleeping for a long time. Yeah. yeah. There's not a moment of hesitation, like or grogginess. No, it's, it's just, just like bam, cigar. Yeah, because everybody else is like kind of like rubbing their eyes or yeah. whatever. Yeah. He is like boom, up cigar in the mouth, barking orders. Got to get that. Razzing his men, sweethearts and women. Yeah, but yeah. That's right. There's mm-hmm. like three or four women marines, yeah. and there was. Uh, a pre Michelle Rodriguez, like there I was. don't know yeah. if I could have been more spot on yeah. with the tough Latino. Yeah, I feel Marine. like it was pretty specific that there was going to be another woman who was mean and had dark yeah. hair. Yeah. I doubled yeah. Dan on yours. <laughs> you won. Fuck all of us. Vasquez. I feel like Vasquez. Vasquez. I she mean, was she was I don't awesome. know that she was mean. Right? She was just like I mean, she was just like she, she was tough. Tough as nails. She's yeah. she she like kind of a one of she like was trying to fit in with the Marines. Yeah, she I mean, was fitting in with when the women are strong and tough, they're yeah. mean, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you're saying it's like a negative thing for yeah. a woman um, to be strong right, and thank tough. You for but at the same yeah. time, she wasn't <laughs> so tough that she was repelling. Uh, a other, certain yeah, marine. Other guy. Yeah, there's another guy who name? they I were like for sure don't in love his, with. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but they were in love with each other. Yeah. But they were also like best friends. Yeah. Had they banged? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. For sure. I don't Shortest know. segment ever. <laughs> I'm just saying. They were like. Maybe they were They just, were kind of like bros. Right. Like, I, they almost chest bumped at But this is post bang bros. Yeah. Yeah. Saying. It's they like, were just like like you think that tension had been resolved yeah. missions ago. They were equals. Yeah. Well, maybe she was. Superior. I think she was a superior. Yeah. She did survive longer. Yeah, and she likes kind of pushed him around a little, but yeah. in a loving way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but they were oh, so great. Sad he died. So yeah, great. their relationship was so interesting because it was like they were like it was like a bromance, mm-hmm. but not. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. They're like, eh, like always hitting each other. Like, yeah. hey, I made that joke. Right. Good, good one. High five. Fist bump. Chest but like bump. when they're alone, they're for sure like, I love you so much. Yeah. I'm going to protect you out there. No, I protect you. Oh my God. Stay close. Yeah. Um, and then Bill Paxton, so obviously wow. amazing. So good. Clearly my MVP of this movie. Oh my <laughs> Actually, my MVP is his soul patch. Yeah. <laughs> like, world's so smallest tiny. soul patch. It was so it's tiny. Like he just, like, forgot, like, the tiniest yeah. bit underneath his lip. And then ends every sentence in man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or shit. <laughs> it's just, like, an emotional roller coaster. Oh, like, yeah. he's all over the he's map. great. Everything's amazing or we're all gonna die. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if you know about this, but we're a bunch of badasses. Oh, yeah. He has, like, this up. whole monologue. So well. But, like, how cool everybody yeah. is. Yeah. I don't get why he... During that monologue, everybody else is like buckled in and yeah. like roller coaster harnesses. Yeah. yeah. And he's like checking them, but also just like jumping around. Yeah. yeah. Like slapping guns and talking yeah. about them. Like, yeah. why doesn't he have to be restrained in any way? Maybe because he can't be restrained. He's yeah. a badass. Yeah. That's true. He's just like the loose cannon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. So good. He's always cracking wise. Yeah. He's always cracking wise. Stop your grinning and drop your linen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic line for Billy Pax. Uh, <laughs> then when shit goes sideways, he's the one to complain the most. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The game over he man is classic. Apart. Yeah. Classic line. That happened so early on, too. Things were going to get much worse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He had no idea. <laughs> yeah. He had no idea how much worse it was going to get. Yeah. Those are the best ones, I think. Um, during when they're razzing each other, uh, before the mission, one of them talks about Octarian Poontang. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
when they like, really connect over getting some of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that really made me laugh. Oh, all of the like, all of the pre-mission chat of just like, look at these tough Marines was so good. Yeah, I mean, especially because like because it's a sequel, we all know what those aliens are capable of. Yeah, yeah. so like. The, they just set it up in such a way that it's like, oh, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't feel for them at all. You're like, oh, you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, like even during the briefing when Ripley is like trying to convey how dangerous they are, like how it killed everybody. Yeah. And Vasquez is like, I only know one thing. Where they are. Oh, and yeah. She, like, and finger goes well, she said, she said one thing, put up one finger to indicate one thing, and then transformed that finger <laughs> into a gun. I mean, it was real cool. It was yeah. pretty cool. And then her lover, like, punches her in the shoulder. Yeah. And you can see a gleam in his yeah. eye where he's like, she's the one. The soulmate is here. Oh, I'm living the dream. So oh, so much. Oh, now I feel bad about yeah. them both. Oh. Well, he sacrifices for her. For Yeah, that's true. He gets uh, it's like one of acid the first to go. He gets yeah. acid face and then probably straight up eaten. Yeah. And she tries to save him, but, but she's held back. By, uh, I think by Hicks. By uh, the guy we thought was the guy from Hunger Games. Or <laughs> yeah. not actually thought he was yeah. Hunger Games. He looks like Finnick from yes. Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And Sting, Sting Oh yeah, from, from, Dune. from Dune. Like combined yeah. together. But he played, uh, did he play, oh gosh, he plays the guy sent to warn John Connor. Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese yeah. in Terminator. Yeah, yeah, the first one. And when I was looking that up, uh, I found out that James Cameron, a writer and director of Aliens, the movie that we just saw. Yes. Uh, As you found out partway through the movie, even though we mentioned it <laughs> six several times, times in the first half of the podcast. Yeah. Well, now I have information. Uh, but apparently he had to wait for Arnold Schwarzenegger to become free to be able to do Terminator. And while he was waiting, like, Free 18 from, months from his obligations on set to do, to finish some other movie. Oh. It was like Conan, but not Conan. It was something else. Sure. Commando? Uh, commando. Maybe it was Commando. It might have been. But anyway, while he was waiting for that, he got this job to write Aliens. Oh. Yeah. Oh, James Cameron was yes. waiting. On Arnie Schwartz. On Arnie Schwartz for Terminator. Huh. James and, Cameron did Terminator? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know That's that. how he met uh, Linda Hamilton. Mm. Who he married and divorced. Great. Ah. Or they divorced each other. I don't know. Sure. But anyway, they're not married to each other anymore. So he was married to Linda Hamilton and Mm. Catherine Bigelow? Yes, but not at the same time. And divorced from both of them. Yes. Yes. At the same time. Sure. Sure. (laughs) James Cameron is a workaholic. That's my guess. Yeah. He was too busy building his dream cube. Yeah. So he could connect with the blue people. Yeah. Plug his tail into Oh, I never saw that one. You don't have to. Okay. <laughs> it's fun. Sure. Well, I th- was thinking about Avatar, actually, when I was watching Aliens, and I thought, Aliens is such an incredible movie. And later he'll make Avatar. Yeah. Which was well-received. It. I would say, I didn't see it in theaters. Okay. So oh, that, that is my mistake. mistake. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, apparently, I mean, it was like an amazing cinematic experience in theaters with 3D and all that. I did not If you like 3D. Yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> it was an impressive achievement, I mean, and I think it's it was best to experience that achievement in the way it was intended, so you can actually appreciate, like, oh, yeah, good job, James Cameron. Yeah. But otherwise, it's just, like, basically Fern Gully with blue cat, blue cat people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was... 
don't think it's bad. It was fun, but it's not. It's no aliens. No. Yeah. Well, it's also interesting though because like when you watch something like Aliens, though, you can see that James Cameron is like, uh, you know, he and he still is, but it is like it, he's. It's I don't know. It's interesting because he's always been considered one of the directors that like really thinks about special effects, mm-hmm. like really actually thinks about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just interesting when you look at what he accomplished in this movie without the green screen cube. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, with that one, while it's impressive, it's just sort of, like, it's just weird because you think, like, oh, that was just, like, him and a bunch of programmers. Whereas with, like, this movie, he actually just sit down and be like, okay, so we need this weird space plane <laughs> to, like, fold out its missile things, and here's the sound <laughs> I think it's going to make. Or whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or like, there's there's uh, there's like drawings from the Terminator movies that like he drew for his special effects movies. Like, here's what we need to do. Cool. Like, he's one of those directors that like actually like, I don't know. Like, and you can see it in movies like this, where like this dude actually thinks about what this shit is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we were reminiscing about a Total Recall, the remake, mm-hmm. while watching. An elevator scene in Aliens, <laughs> <laughs> and part of what we, were, what we were thinking about is, oh wow, this totally makes sense. I know exactly where they are in the ship yeah. and where they're going. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was beautiful. You actually understood what the elevator was for <laughs> and where it went, and it was creating tension because yeah. you were like, oh, the alien is on that elevator, yeah. which we learned because they cut to a great shot where the Queen Alien Muppet cocked his head slightly when it watched the elevator doors open up. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. <clears throat> it figured it out. Yeah. It's finding they, a way. Exactly. Like nature. They're learning. Oh, right. Because that's girl. right. they turn off the electricity. Yeah. And they find other ways to invade. There was a lot of, like... Yeah, there was a lot of fun, like, oh, they're actually really smart moments in the movie. I wonder if there's a metaphor in there about a stay-at-home mom versus Whoa. a working mom. <laughs> Which one okay. is the queen in this? Well, I didn't write that down, but I did write. This is the important note that I had to write yeah. down that this movie is about two mothers protecting their ch- ch- eh, yeah. their babies. Yeah, because like at the end there, okay, Ripley finds that girl. We Newt. find out. We find out early in the movie that she had a daughter, or she has a daughter, um, but she was cryogenically frozen, not the daughter, but Ripley. And so while she was frozen, her daughter aged and died. I don't know what she died of. I mean, she wasn't that old. I said they didn't know. But 67. So she lost her daughter. No, 66. <laughs> Doesn't matter. 66. The answer uh, is 66. Yeah. Um, so she lost her daughter, and so... Um, she finds this when she finds this young girl she like kind of takes her under her wing yeah. as like her own and then at the end there's that there's like a moment where the like mother alien is with all of her babies and mm-hmm. children and she's like slowly Ripley's slowly backing out of this room that's like filled with eggs and then she just like burns it all down and that's when the mother loses her shit yeah <laughs> but that's i mean they're both trying to protect their children yeah. that's what the entire movie is about it's really interesting yeah mm-hmm. and then a bunch of men with guns yep. just make a big mess mm-hmm. i mean to be fair the aliens children oh no they're both murderers i guess i mean they're murder they're both murdering each other sure. mm-hmm. they're kind of both vicious murderers yeah. and as ripley says to polly rise one point uh 
they never fucked each other over for a percentage. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Who's the bigger monster yeah. here? Yeah. I'm trying to think who's worse, which is like some Matrix shit, too. Mm-hmm. Right. I've been thinking about humans. Yeah. For a parasite. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. It's the smell. I can taste it. <laughs> anyway. But I want to hear about your, your working mom oh, versus well, I was just like, because there's this very powerful moment where the queen alien detaches herself from her egg sack, yeah. I guess is the best yeah. way I can describe it, and like goes to do battle. Um, and yeah, it just occurred to me that like she was literally a stay-at-home mom, and Ripley is kind of the opposite of that, right? right? She's a working mom, and there's something in there. I'm not exactly sure what. Sure. But it's super depressing, because I couldn't totally understand why Ripley torched all the egg stuff. Because, well, I mean, sh- isn't that whole thing screwed anyway, right? What thing? Oh, I, I think she, like... I mean, she has seen those creatures, like, kill countless people that she cares about. Oh, yeah, about. but isn't the whole thing going to self-destruct anyway? She doesn't. Yeah, care. she's mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like an F you to the, she's, like, looking straight into the other mother's, <laughs> like, you tried to fuck with my baby, I'm going to, mm. like, kill all your kids. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of read it as, so she's backing out and looking at the mom, and then we see one of the eggs open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I see. I kind of saw it as, like, I don't know if the mother has control over that, but she was like, it opens, and it's like, oh, okay, you want to play it that way, Right. I'll burn this shit down. Yeah. Mm. And that's when she sort of attacks. Whether it's, like, a revenge or, like, okay, all these facehuggers are coming out, I better yeah. deal with them. Yeah. And I feel like they established throughout the movie that, like, Ripley's whole attitude is, like, you do whatever it takes to destroy these creatures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she was the one immediately who was just, like, we're getting to the ship and we're nuking this entire site. I guess I'm just saying, she had limited amounts of ammunition. And sure. She was making eye contact with this thing. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, no, I guess she's really angry. And I yeah. guess the idea, too, is that now she can sleep at night. Right. Yeah. yeah. As I was going to say, that's not really only... not how PTSD works. Well, but it's also maybe... Before we get into PSD, maybe it's more just like, oh, now I can actually turn around and run to the elevator and mm. not worry about this colony of aliens that's going to come after me. Uh, right? I guess so. Yeah. Because, like, those little Strategic. those little things can move pretty fast. Oh, that's yeah. true. And we knew there were at least two regular aliens <laughs> in the Queen's Chamber. Yeah, they were, yeah. like, um, hype men. For- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they also, like, awkwardly backed out. Like, yeah. They came in the room and they're like, oh, sorry, Mom. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're busy? <laughs> no bee dancing whatsoever. They did talk about bees. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, because Hudson... Billy Pax, of all people, was, was like, like, like there's a queen, man. That's because like, like, bees. Ah, oh, shut up, hey. Yeah, uh, bees. Hey, uh, we're bugs. Oh, God, she's so cool. <laughs> I bet that's what he was thinking. Yeah, yeah, he wishes he could be in love with her. Right. Because everybody does. Yeah. Yeah, that's she's kids. pretty great. She's great. Um, Scorty River is fantastic in this movie. So, so good. Uh, speaking of PTSD, there's this beautiful moment where somebody just bumps into her. And she does the slightest little shudder, and it's absolutely oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah great. I really liked it. And I was like, oh, shit, she's doing it. Yeah. Um, and she also has a lot of good, just like, yeah, subtle face mm-hmm. movements. She crushes it. Yeah. Nominated for an Academy Award. Didn't win. I don't know what did. Doesn't matter. Tweet at us. Ooh. Hashtag who stole that Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I just love, like, this... I don't know, like, this movie kind of is what established, like, I think this movie established, like, how great of a character Ripley is. Like, for the last half of that movie, I was just like, this is, like, one of the best characters in genre Mm -hmm. movies. Yeah. Like, she's so effective. She's so, like, 
I don't know. Like, it's just weird. It's so rare, especially for a female character, to see someone who is just like... I don't know, where it's like, it's not like, oh, she's so badass, she's never afraid. Mm -hmm. But it's also... I don't know, like, she's just this very, like, fully fleshed out human being where, like, she's clearly, like, very intelligent and a very effective, like, problem solver, but she, like, still acts and, like, has emotional responses to things. Yeah. Well, and she's never going after action for action's sake, right? She's Bill Pullman's total opposite. No, Paxton. Damn it. Anyway, (laughs) she's the opposite of whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so reluctant and considers a boring job of loading freight. Over going back and dealing with that stuff. Yeah, yep. I think she's yeah she's ba sort of um, not despite her like fear, but like in addition to it, they're like both in the mix. Yeah, you don't get just like one. She's not like an afraid character or a badass. She's both. Yeah, and that's yeah. She's good in a pinch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I just the whole time I was just like she is great. Like every time she accomplished anything or told these like super badasses what to do. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, and well, and also you've got a, such a great opportunity to feel that tension amp up through, I'd say, like the first hour of the movie or so, where mm-hmm. she gets nowhere um, and is constantly not believed, which yeah. I think is something that resonates with women a lot in yeah. particular. Um, and so when she finally does bust through and literally take the wheel, it is so cathartic yeah. and amazing. And then the movie never slows down after that. Yeah. Yeah, it does a really... The pacing is really good in this. In addition to the slow build, like, once the action starts, it's, like, jammed with stuff. Um, but there's still, I don't know, there's still little things being peppered throughout. Like, mm-hmm. the asides from characters were still important to build on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get, like, a a good ebb and flow of the action and yeah. setting up. And little things, like, even watching, they set up these sentry guns and... They just have shots of the sentry guns firing and then the displays ticking down the bullets left. And there's, like, no aliens in that shot. So cool. And it's such an effective, like, they're near, but you can't see them. Yeah. Um, And I know it gets thrown out a lot. Like, the first Alien movie, the aliens in there, like, ten minutes or something. You know, minuscule. And that's one of the reasons it's so effective. And similar in this one. Like, there's more aliens, obviously, because there's an S on the end of the movie. Yes. <laughs> um, but they still are pretty minimal in showing them. Yeah. Um, and so the tension is from the things you can't see rather than what you can. Yeah. Like, all of those shots... I, I was I asked this when we were watching it. Like, all of the shots where they had the cameras oh, on yeah. their helmets, mm-hmm. or I don't know how they were doing that on their glass. No, it must have been helmets. Yeah, they were just, like, yeah. hanging out um, the side. Like... That's all. They did a bunch of like kind of first person shots, which I can't think of many movies before that that had done that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I maybe there are like a billion of them, and I just am not thinking of yeah. any. But they like, probably weren't it, as good of movies. Yeah, though. like <laughs> like even just that like oh the your camera's going out and it's like kind of like going in and out. That's like ah like <laughs> it just creates like this tension of like oh they can't see properly yeah. and. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, really... It's really well, good. Well, and, like, there's that great moment when the Marines first go into, like, the... I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but, like, human goo play... Like, wherever they're, like, holding all the humans to, like, shove oh, aliens sure. inside the them. nursery. I guess, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> where, like, a lot of the... Like, a lot of the tension isn't even from the aliens themselves. It's the fact that, like, the lieutenant, who is, like, super green... Yeah. ...is, like, desperately trying to communicate with them... And how it's just, like, all hell breaks loose and, like, no one is actually, like, effectively... The chain of command is gone. 
like they can't communicate with each other because the radio is not going through. And, uh, and yeah, and like, like you said, like you barely even see the aliens. Like there's a bunch of shots of like their crazy whip tails coming around as they like uncamouflage themselves from the walls, which was super badass. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, I had the thought, sorry, Molly, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's, um, also amazing foreshadowing that the plan they come up with is very similar to the one they see the previous people had tried and failed at. Yeah, they weld um, the doors. They, like, they hold up in one sector. Did all the things. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking when we were talking about the, um, you know, maybe this is an early movie to use, vi- like, videos to build tension. Uh-huh. I also wonder if this was the first gruff cigar-smoking Sarge. Which I now <laughs> feel like it's kind of a trope, right? Yeah. To have, like, a guy chewing on the military, chewing on the cigar all the time. I guess it's Patton. That's kind of Patton yeah. did that, right? Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, <laughs> but, like... Patented. Yeah, <laughs> but with Patton though, like a lot of mostly what he did is just like stand around or stand on something. Yeah, with a cigar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. If we, I don't know. I'd have to watch Patton again. I don't think there's a scene in that movie where George C. Scott just like wakes up <laughs> in his house and immediately <laughs> yeah, gets a cigar I don't that and happened. then goes out and like yells at the young boys to stop Hitler. Yeah, he gives that speech in front of an American flag. Yeah, yeah. Ah. But this Sarge was like chewing on that cigar, like aggressively. Gross! Like it was actually kind of like that is not a chew toy. It is a cigar. There's like stuff in it. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the military, uh, we learned a good segue. Nailed it. Uh, My wife informed us during this movie because she is a brilliant woman who I owe a lot to in my life. Uh Thank you for your support. Um, (laughs) That this movie was being filmed at the same time as Full Metal Jacket Mm -hmm. and like on adjacent lots and they used to party together. Which is hilarious. That's awesome. Uh, There (laughs) is a sound bite in here that is referenced in StarCraft later. What? Yeah. The pilot says, in the pipe, 5 by 5 What does that mean? I have no idea. Okay. Um, I think 5x5 five five is like everything's good. And in the pipe is probably like I'm on the way to the place. Okay. I don't know. Tweet at us. Hashtag what dad army phrase. <laughs> yeah. And just tweet all the army phrases that you know. <laughs> yeah. What and dad what, pipe? Ten the, four. Yeah. Uh, but the little... Uh, <laughs> The transport ship in yeah. StarCraft has that same sound bite when you click okay. on it. Nice. You know what I thought was Good also job, <laughs> really interesting watching this movie is I think about when I think about movies from the 30s and 40s, for example, there's this very particular cadence and uh, that, you know, there, there's also a whole accent and everything. But there's a very specific cadence that goes with those films and yeah. those eras. And I'd never thought about there being an 80s cadence. But there absolutely is, For sure. and it um, comes through in so many ways here. Like urgency always sounds exactly the same, um, which I can't do for you now. We've got to go to the ship. Yeah, like there's something breathy in it. I don't know. No, I totally. I actually had a similar thought watching it. It was like, oh, this is. Uh, I yeah, I don't know how to really describe it, but I had the same feeling. Where it's just like this is very. Like, this is a very well-done movie. It holds up great, but it, is, mm-hmm. it was definitely made in the 80s. And yeah. I don't know what it is, but there's, yeah, there's definitely some quality of the performances and, like, just the, yeah, I don't know, the dynamic between the actors, right? Like, it just feels very much like how 80s movies were directed or something. Yeah. Yeah. I will try to find a clip right? and post it as part of the newsletter <laughs> yeah. uh, to try to better prove Because I am with but, you, but yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I might have to rewatch the whole movie. Well. <laughs> 
That's worth okay. it. What a delight. I mean, you probably yeah. only watched like half the movie, really, right? Yeah, because the rest of the time I was... Oh, we're on your phone a lot. You're either on your phone telling us to go fuck ourselves <laughs> when you got a bet right. <laughs> or when you got scared, you would just start clapping. <laughs> Oh, that was, no, that was awesome. Yeah, anytime, what? anytime you, anytime you forgot to look away from the screen and got legitimately startled, you like almost wanted to like give the movie credit. You were just like, yeah, yeah. you would scream and then applaud. And then clap. And applaud. Yeah, you were like a little, you're like a, a like a kid getting surprised, like a little kid just being like ah, like a fun surprise. Yeah. Oh no. Even though the surprise was always like, there's a murderous creature jumping out. <laughs> it was really good. So good. Yeah, uh, I forget what the first one, but you, I think you literally said, oh no, threw your hands up, and then started clapping. It was really good. It was really good. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I was looking at my phone because I was nervous. Yeah. yeah, it was tense. It was it a was tense, tense film. It was really tense. Movie. I also, I liked in this movie, and in all movies where they do this, where they throw out a term that now we're accustomed to. <laughs> But like back then, I guess people weren't. Yeah. When they first say they're terraforming the planet, yeah. there's like oh, a yeah. like a two or three sentence long thing of like explaining what terraforming yeah. is. Where it's great. like now it's like we get that term, we know it, but it was like well, it's eighty six audiences, we don't know terraforming. Yeah. They're terraforming, you know. Making it better, standard shake Wait, and bake. You're terrifying yeah. Anna? Bringing the rain. And there's Wait, like definitely a hierarchy of that too, where like just in case, like, they probably explained it in the first movie a little, like, maybe, like, for ten seconds more, but, like, just in case you didn't see the first one, and are like, not quite sure what Lance Henderson the android is, he also says, like, I prefer artificial life or yeah. whatever, like... Yeah. Oh, there's also that scene that uh, I feel like is pretty iconic with the android <laughs> doing like the knife between the fingers yeah, thing and then the like, guy was really forcing fast. Billy Pax's and hand on just top like, of it <gasps> yeah, just, yeah. Just screaming um, <laughs> yeah I forgot that that existed uh, I feel like I've tried that before not with a knife because oh. that would be so dumb yeah. but with a pen uh-huh. that don't do that yeah. <laughs> you're gonna chop all your fingers I down. for sure did that in junior high school that was like a with thing. a real knife oh when, with like a pen yeah. or a pencil that was like a thing we did and some kids were Good at it, when, but right. I was hitting my finger. And I was like, "Why am I doing this?" Yeah. Spots, yeah, all over your fingers. There was a completely unnecessary bonus game in a Lucas Arts adventure game where oh. you could do that. Nice. Yep. That's all. Nice. Just tying it back. Uh, Lance Hendrickson. 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 One of those. I don't know. Yeah. Bishop. Yep. He's pretty great in this. I thought. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. And I was again reminded how cool I think the choices for the. Android autopsy or Android uh, anatomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just like the white, so cool, fluid and like the yeah cable. It's like it's almost that like corrugated cable yeah. covers. It looks like intestines. It looks like intestines, but, but obviously it's yeah. synthetic. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, very cool. The design of that was very yeah. cool. I love the idea. Like that was a very fun way of like establishing their relationship with the android. Like I love the idea that apparently. When they're not, like, when they're still in, like, casual mode, that's, like, something they do for fun. It's like, Bishop, do something cool with your Android powers. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's clearly, like, something he's done before. I think they even said, like, do the thing. Like, yeah. They were, like, and very vague sort of about like, it. coy about it and then jumps right into yeah. it. Like, yeah. I like the idea of him entertaining them with, like, robot feats. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe he lifts, like, really heavy stuff or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Stay awake for 40 hours. Or that's that's the feat. Yeah. Like, they film it. Like, no way! (laughs) 
Uh, I wondered if there would be a cliffhanger with the alien alive. Yeah. No, just no. ends. Nope. Everything's just fine. Everyone Calm. goes to bed. Sweet dreams. Yeah. yeah. Ripley changes into her tight tank and panties. <laughs> yep. Because yep. they couldn't just... Okay, whatever. It's, that's how it is. <laughs> Maybe that's how she sleeps. I Apparently. Sure, but they... <laughs> It's a character that they wrote. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what, uh, in the first one, like... She's like that she's so She's so great in it, but, like, the... Yeah, for a good portion of it, she's only wearing, like, white underwear and a white tank top with no bra. Yeah. And, like, I was like, oh, cool, they're not doing that in this one. They're, like, not sexualizing her. Yeah. And then totally did it a couple times, but not as badly. I think they do it the first one. less, yeah. 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 Not even as much as Sandra Bullock in Gravity, I'd yeah. say. Is that true? I barely remember that movie except for the part where the stuff smashed into the stuff. That's the, That's the best movie. part. That's the but what's movie. interesting about that, now that I think about it, is in the first one, she's like a single lady mm. defending herself, and in the second one, she is a mother. Ooh. So then There's no got to be so many, like, masters, uh... I know. This is like the most I've like dissected any of the movies that we yeah for alien and and feminism for sure. Well, for a lot of things, I bet. I bet there's been a lot of essays on various subjects that use alien as a subject, like a source. Well, I guess I'm thinking, why am I struggling to make these thoughts? Someone else has already done it and written it down. So we should just stop the podcast? Yeah. yeah. There's probably also other movie stop podcasts, thinking. so don't listen to this, because yeah. our ideas probably, are garbage. Yeah, Tweet at us. had thoughts already. Tweet at us. Hashtag, heard that thought. Yeah, and then, and then send us a recommendation for something better to do with your time than listen to four idiots gab away in a centipede infested basement. <laughs> We don't have our sponsor anymore. No, we have a new sponsor. We have a new sponsor. We're back on board. <laughs> Thank God. You're like Paul Reiser. Once there's money on the table, you're back in. Yeah, yeah you just want your percentage. Uh, you want your percentage. Yeah. Oh, he's the worst. He releases he's those so, face huggers the yeah. into the... For a, a child. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. I had forgotten that part. Like, I remember that he was, like, corporate jerk, but I'd forgotten that he was, like... Oh, I'll just have the aliens impregnate this child and that lady that I forced to come along so that I can smuggle them back to and sell them to the corporation. The corporation? Yeah. Yeah. Because he'd have exclusive rights. Well, yeah. No, I think he just wants to get a raise and a promotion, which is even sadder. Yeah. Ugh. He's Ugh. locked in that cycle. So buy a dumb yeah. jacket. Higher <laughs> <laughs> collars. Yeah. I'll have the biggest collar in the room. <laughs> so before we get to the part where we talk about uh, how we felt with it in a number summary, yeah, um, we like to read a five-star review, or I guess maximum review, <clears throat> on some other site like Stitcher. I don't know if it's still five stars. Oh, who knows? Or like podcastcool.net. Right. Which maybe mm-hmm. exists. Anyway. It should be noted that when you said cool, you gave a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so. implied. Anyway, yeah. okay. five-star review on iTunes or equivalent review on some other site mm-hmm. of our podcast. We will read it in the impression uh, of a character from that movie or Dan doing Nick Cage yep. or someone else doing a suggested impression. For example, a 20s gangster <laughs> was requested of me uh, <laughs> on Twitter. You can do that. Sure. Anyway, we have a review. Yay! Yay! Yay, thanks, whoever. Um, 
Uh, is anybody? Is there any impressions to do in this? I mean, somebody's got to do Billy P, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I can try that. Yes. yes. Okay. Totes Love Actually by Nathan K R. Okay. <laughs> I've known about Totes Recall for years, man, but only started listening to it a few months ago, and I'm so grateful I did, man. It's a bar. It's bar none. One of my favorite podcasts, man. <laughs> The team has unbelievable fucking chemistry (laughs) and comedic timing, man. I hate that there's only one episode a month, but I also get giddy with anticipation waiting for what the next movie will be. Shit. (laughs) Whether you've seen the movies or not, it doesn't matter. The group's commentary and insight is likely far more entertaining, man. Man, do yourself, do yourself a favor and subscribe to the podcast immediately and the newsletter. And go to Terrible Origami, home of the Million Dollar Frog. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Cut that sponsorship. I mean, go see... Melee à trois. Melee à trois. Like bowl. Facebook.com. Come Maybe, left, Judge. Okay. Maybe order some pizza while you're at it. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah. That was great. That was was any of that profanity in the review? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. That was, was uh, the up. artist's yeah. interpretation. I love it. I love it. A little spiciness. Yeah. Uh, you can also write us an email if you'd Whoa. like. Ooh. Hello at totesregal.com. And we got our first <gasps> fan mail, you guys. Uh, which I'll read in the impression of myself. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear that. Beth, Polly, Dan's. Right, Fair enough. We yeah. don't get, we, I guess that's I what mean, we get for doubling yeah. down all this time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just a quick note to let you all know how much I enjoy your show. I love the unique movie review concept and the chemistry that the four of you have make this podcast very entertaining. Top-notch production also. Yay, been listen- oh. ah. Thank you. I've been listening a little over a year thanks to the recommendation of the Go Fork Yourself team. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Love the Total Recall 2012 show. You guys should consider doing a never-seen remake prediction podcast every year for your anniversary. Unless, of course, they remake Total Recall again. (laughs) (laughs) We can only hope. Let's hope that they do. Or perhaps an annual Freaky Friday themed pod to capture all the creepy versions of parent-child body switching. I'm sure your fan base has been clamoring for a Like Father, Like Son show with the great Dudley Moore and the not-so-great Kirk Cameron, right? <laughs> Keep up the good work, Totes Recall team. I look forward to the 15th of every month now, even the Ides of March, because your podcast drops. Take care. Kevin F. from Florida. Aww. Aww. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, I can't, so I can't handle that Freaky Friday idea. <laughs> yeah. But that's amazing. Great Dan impression, Dan. Yeah, yeah thank you. Really good. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so that's that. You can write us an email at that address, which is also the address the newsletter comes from, so you can simply reply to the newsletter, and that works. Sign up the newsletter, totesregal.com, scroll down, blah, 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 figure it out. <laughs> and that's that. Um, so on to our ratings. We gave them sunglass-wearing, <laughs> computer <laughs> alien parody things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan, you gave it four. Yeah. I don't know why. Sorry. <laughs> My note it looks like an arrow. I don't think I knew why either. I think I was just like, I figured this movie's probably pretty good. Yeah. Uh... Dan, can I just say that every 
time. Yeah. It's, it's as though you haven't thought of it until the very moment that other Dan brings it up. I haven't. It's like we've been talking about nothing but this movie for the last hour, but, and you watch the movie but, just now. Yes, but Molly, I don't quantify things very often. I'm about <laughs> qualification, which we do for an hour, and then we have to quantify it into some bullshit rating system. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Should we cut this out? No, I love it. Five whatevers. All right. It was really good. It was actually better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a little more of a uh, just kind of like crazy 80s action movie, but it was actually like a little bit of 80s action movie DNA around like a very well done, tense sci-fi thriller. Yeah. Thank you. Five sunglass creatures. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you and good night. Beth, you gave it three and a half thinking, well, Alien was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to also say five. Whoa. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was very suspenseful. And you were so scared, you couldn't even... <laughs> You're still um, scared right now. Yeah. Um, I thought it was well acted in general. Um, I liked how the aliens looked as in that they were cool oh yeah yeah um yeah i thought it was great i would watch it again right now uh, i gave it four i was a little nervous but we decided to be beal bold um <laughs> and yeah i'll go you know i'll go five as well what? it was great i as you said the acting was good i agree with that and then i thought Usually there's someone in it that I'm annoyed by in any movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that person kind of sucks, but everybody else is doing it. And I I can't think of any part I didn't like. Mm-hmm. No, it, it was like, long, but I think it's just because it was late and I'm tired. Yeah. And I can't handle long movies at all. But yeah, it was great. There's like, I can't complain about anything. Yeah, like even the, absur- like the absurd actors, or like the absurd characters in the movie <clears throat> were like... The actors who played them committed so hard that yeah. it was like you can't fault them. Yeah. yeah. They weren't like, yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry to add on to that. No. It was great. I loved it. Molly, you gave it a four, thinking it was a well-regarded sequel, and you were excited to learn how young you really were when you watched <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, I was probably 11, 10 or 11, something like that, so it's not so bad. I was very concerned I was younger. Um, and I would say we are five for five, because there's only four of us, but I want to use that phrase. Uh, in the pipe. In the pipe. In the pipe. Uh, definitely five. Great. And I, very few movies make it to a five for me. I hold that one out. Indeed. Yeah. So, super thrilled. I would watch it again, but not tonight, because I'm tired. I would like to say that if I saw this movie when I was 10 or 11, I would have probably lost my shit that night. (laughs) Because I was already kind of weirded out by anything, and then the dark just made it worse. Yeah. And then in this movie, like, they are basically made of dark. Yeah. Like, the full-grown aliens. Yeah. So, terrifying. Oh. Well, that's why it helps to not actually watch the movie. Ah, right. To have other coping mechanisms. I don't know what my look-at-the-phone version was (laughs) when I was 11, but I'm sure I had one. Sure. Tamagotchi pet. It's maybe too early. That was, Ooh, maybe, like, a friendship bracelet that you could pick at. Or just, like, snap. What? No. A snap bracelet? Snap. No, I... Oh, like snap your fingers? No. We got just do a little soft shoe? <laughs> Having a good time the watching the movie. <laughs> Aliens around me, don't rave again. Oh, it's that 30s cadence you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It would be a very different movie in the 30s. Yeah. 
Oh no, it's an alien. Yeah. They're ah. coming. Ten the, meters. The game Nine is meters. over. The game Eight is meters. over. <laughs> Bella. Thank you for listening to Totes Recall. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Totes Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totesrecall.